1: Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tali and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit.
2: Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Hi, Sarah. Kelly, how are you? I'm good. I'm feeling very good after that episode. We just recorded a really fun episode. And
1: it's all high vibes (laughs) lately, like your manifestation. I don't know what's going on, but we're attracting really amazing people. We actually are. Our podcast schedule for the next month is
2: freaking amazing and so valuable, Mm -hmm. which Um, that's our key word for this year. Valuable. (laughs) Valuable.
1: Who did we have on today? So we had the beautiful, successful, Amazing. Magnetic and energetic, (laughs) I described her as. Lana Wilkinson. So you guys have
2: probably seen Lana. She's been um, in the fashion game for quite a while now. She was a – well, she is a stylist and a business owner now Mm. and a mother and a wife and everything else. We actually asked her that and how she's juggling everything. Exactly. So um, Lana started a, her shoe company, which is called Lana Wilkinson, in 2019,
1: pre-pandemic. Yes. And she opens up about that for the first time, which mm-hmm. was – so we got a banger out of her. Yes. Which Sarah and I tend to do. People just open up to us and just spill. Yeah. She was like, I've never spoken to anyone like this before. And we we're like, we, we have, have that effect. With, yes, we do. <laughs> um, and we spoke about branding and There was a lot of, like… There was a banger. I was going to say banger, but that's your word. And I know you're about to read it out because it hit really hard. Yes. So the same thing that put you there can tear you down. And that was in relation to, I asked Lana off mic, I was like, oh, do you ever regret associating your name and brand, Mm -hmm. name to your brand? And she's like, yeah, babe, I do. Mm -hmm. Like… And said that quote, the same thing that can bring you up can can tear tear you you down. down. And that's so funny because we've spoken about this before and that's one thing I struggle
2: with. Mm. So to hear Lana in the podcast talk about that – kind of gave me a little bit of an insight as well and just like hit me a little bit. So I really loved that part of the podcast. But there's so many bangers in this episode. And I think we should just go straight into it. I think Tell said about bangers yeah, five. Times. Do you know what I don't think I've ever said banger in my whole entire life and I've said it
1: so many times stop, today. Stop and we'll just go into the I episode. Don't know why? Anyway, enjoy have a banger day.
0: Lana, hello and welcome. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a long time coming. Probably too long on my end as well. <laughs> I feel like I've watched you guys for ages just kill it in business and, and hopefully I can learn some of your tips for being a – your brand's like 10 years old. Ten friend.
2: and a half, but we hope we learn something from you. <laughs> oh,
0: it's amazing. Do you know what I realised? I remember somebody giving me some really good advice. They were saying to me, you know when you meet somebody and they're really arrogant and they're like a boss guy, right, mm-hmm. and they're, they're rude and you go, oh, why are they like that when you have a business you realize it's cuz they're tough Yeah, they can be arrogant cuz you've gone through the waves the highs the lows and everything so um you know i still think we can do it with humility which is where we're at we? <laughs>
2: yeah. i always say business is problem solving and it is a roller coaster 100%. so i want to talk about your business firstly You're a stylist. Yes. That would be like your first – actually, no, going back, I looked back at your biography. So your parents were in the dry cleaning business. Is that right? Yes, that's correct, yes. That inspired you to get into fashion and stuff?
0: Which sounds really odd, right, (laughs) because you go, really? But I don't know. I think for me, I I always – even way back before then, I was the girl that would – you know, my mum – probably not similar to me, had sort of lots of different groups of friends and was bridesmaids in a lot of weddings. And I'd mm. sit there and try and cut up all her bridesmaid dresses and be a designer. So maybe it started back as far as then. And But when I was working for my dad, I'd see all these amazing garments. And I'd be like, oh, I want to wear these. Or oh, I'd put this with this. And it sort of kind of Came from there, which is so odd because he's still working in that, and so am I. But now I just drain his life saying, "I've dressed this many people during carnival. Can you please just clean those for me?" Oh, <laughs> yeah. That is a that's
2: a good money saver. It really
0: was. If I'm being honest, I think they're the things that uh, there's a lot of out of pocket costs. as yeah. I'm sure if you've had any stylists on, they'll tell you that. Um, so that was that was a big saver for me. So thank you, Dad. For <laughs> for
2: that. I want to go. You were in. Were you in property as well?
0: I was. So I um, I did a PR course at RMIT, okay. um, so got into that. And then straight like a week out of uni I ended up on reception at Fox Footy Channel. Oh, wow. Uh, which was really different. But for anyone who's like come out of uni, reception is where it's at because you get to know everybody's names. Everyone relies on you. You're on the phone with all of the big, you know, dogs for lack of a better term. And so that was really helpful. Moved to Foxtel after that, then Westfield, and that's probably where I got to kind of do the fashion stuff, which was weird because I employ – I was employing stylists that now I now, you know, work alongside. wow. Yeah, yeah, back there. So, yeah. And then I um, got married and I was really like, you know what it's like, you're buying houses, you do that, and you just think, oh, I'll just do something for the money. And then I ended up at Stockland in property and I was a project marketing manager there. Mm-hmm. So I've always had retail marketing and PR in my, I guess, blood and background mm-hmm. um, before I became a stylist. And I started styling on the side because I was like, oh, I miss doing the fashion stuff. And it sort of just grew from there. Yeah. So, Out of all of
1: those careers, Mm. what do you think your like best characteristic is that pulled you through?
0: Um, I think for me, the best characteristics was I think nurturing relationships, yeah, Mm -hmm. building, maintaining, nurturing, and keeping them. Because you're not
1: a shy person either. I think your (laughs) your ability to speak and engage in conversation with people. A great has al- has allowed you probably to nurture those networks oh, and relationships. That's, that's a
0: very kind thing to say. It's funny because I think I just love I love learning things about people. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm really when I, we talked about it off camera but off mic, sorry, that I'm really about high energy. So yeah. even yesterday I was in an event and there was this artist and the way he was dressed was just amazing. And I was like, oh hi, I'm Ladarin which is a bit random. It's like you're not at school. But yeah. I feel like for me I just I really enjoy that. I enjoy learning from people. Interestingly though, like I've always been I'll grab the mic, give me the stage. Yeah. Sometimes within myself, I'm definitely not as confident as it might come across. In, yeah. Like if I'm being completely transparent, I think like anybody, you kind of second guess how do I look, What you know, how am I feeling, all those sorts of things. And I think what it did do is probably made me better at helping other people. Like yeah. I love helping people. I yeah. love learning things about people. And so I don't know. The other thing is I probably just love a chat. So. <laughs> oh, you do love a
2: chat. So what year did you com- make styling full-time?
0: So, I was when I was at Stockland, I was doing it on the side. And then, because of the people I was working with, started to get sort of a little bit of, I guess, attention and stuff. So, I wasn't able to be one of those girls that's like, "Ah, I'm sick. It was like, I couldn't say that because if I'd worked on the Brown, that was in the paper the next day. Yeah. You know, things like that. Or you, you know, I sort of started to use Instagram when it was in its infancy as a bit of a marketing tool because that's what I knew how to do. It was yeah. market myself. Don't, I wouldn't encourage anyone to go down to the bottom of my Instagram. Like, you know, <laughs> no, no, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely faking it till I made it. Imposter syndrome, still am, but you know, yeah. um, but I, I'd started doing that. And then I got pregnant with my daughter, Ava. So I'd been married um, to Liam um, and we, I think it was around that time I'd been doing it on the side like on weekends um, all in my own time at night when I would got home for about three years, which is a long time. It wow. probably probably goes to show you how much you've got to believe in yourself, right? Mm. And, I, and I probably didn't or I think I thought, oh, no, I've got a mortgage, I've got to do all those things. And I think the message I would give is there's never – and there's never a bad time to do something different. Mm-hmm. It's not about an age thing. Like if I just stuck at doing it, I never would be where I am now. And then when I went on maternity leave with my daughter Ava, I was just adamant that I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a go of this. I'm gonna do this, sink or swim." Because it got to a point where I couldn't manage all the hours anymore. Yeah. You know, I was working on weekends doing shoots. I Never assisted anyone. Interestingly enough. Oh wow! Yeah, a little bit cocky. Thought I was oh, do no, this. I like it. How, but, how did, did you
1: get your first styling gig?
0: Oddly enough there was a show on Channel 7 and a friend of mine was like you and I was at Westfield at the time mm. so I was working Mary with was the, styling. Oh, exactly yeah. I was work because what we would do is we would bring people in to style things but then when we couldn't I would just do it myself you know like the end of budgets and things yeah. like that or certain proge- projects so didn't have enough money behind them for our summer and autumn winter campaign so you just end up building the relationships yeah. with the stores and the designers yourself so I always be grateful for Westfield for opening those doors mm. but you also seen this a bit of the end of me in the property market too you taking their money so it was yeah. sort of a uh, fine tooth comb but I think I very much just started doing it on the side and then my girlfriend who was on this show was like can I get you to dress me because I've got to do x amount of commitments and I just started doing it wow. yeah. and then back then Twitter was a really big thing and she would tweet me and say she was styled by me and and then next thing you know people would see her and next thing you know I'm at the Logies and I'm doing the whole cast and it was really a crazy time. But yeah. organic, it's yeah. Very but, much yeah. so. Like I actually never – I, I think it was probably 2011 that mm-hmm. I'd started doing it like properly. Yeah. And I never – I don't think it was nearly 2018 before I'd ever pitched to do a job. Everything was referral. Oh, that's great. Wow. So
2: if you started styling like 2011, it's obviously 2023 now. Everything evolves. How has the industry, your industry styling, evolved since then?
0: Well, I think then magazines were still a big thing. So Mm. I remember even when I was coming up the ranks, it was like, oh yeah, digital, taking photos, Mm. whatever. And I was I'd been to the States and saw that that was all that was happening. And I think I just kind of backed myself in. And there were people like I'd go up to Sydney for my first fashion week, I was so excited. And I'd speak to stylists who, there's a couple that are my friends now, but Mm. it really didn't give me much at all. Oh, wow. No. And I just remember always thinking, I'm never going to be like that. If I make any inroads in this business, Mm. we're not saving lives. It should Mm. be fun. And I think I just always went in with that approach um and very much I just started sharing content all the time mm-hmm. and the next thing you know one job would get another job and I'm very much a big believer that work creates work
1: right? Yep. I agree
0: momentum 100 percent. yeah 100%. and I think
2: even like you're very good you go to a lot of events I f- would say I'm kind of lazy but sometimes they're like you've got to go to these events because that will event that is work
0: it is and yeah. I, mean, I think that's the thing and I really like to support people. I'm yeah, not going to lie, at the moment I've looked and gone, maybe you're going to a two-future Because <laughs> somewhere in there now you've got two children. I've got my daughters, um, Ava and Al, and nine and six. So yeah. they've now got after-school activities and it's getting busy. But I also want to show them that, you know, you can try and – I don't want to say have it all because I really don't think mm. you can have it all at once. That's been my experience. Yep. Usually it's like if I'm killing it at work, something's not of getting done. Yeah. You know, So I never want to portray that you can, mm-hmm. but I definitely tried. Um, but I, I think it's very much just a juggling act that I'm still trying to navigate, if I'm yeah.
2: honest. Do you have family and stuff that support and I help?
0: do, yeah, I do. It. So I've had a, my parents have been incredible um, in helping uh, me sort of start, particularly in the early days where yeah. I'd be running around, you know, going from client to client, um, trying to kind of make it the best that it could be, um, and my husband Liam is just so hands on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so so lucky. You've so, always so
1: lucky. said that. Yeah. Um, Where's one area of your life at the moment you're you would say that you're working really harder and doing really well, and one that you're like, I, I need to nurture this a bit mm-hmm. more.
0: Uh, I think on the business, I'm working really really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yep. it, in it, on it, around it. I think the part that. I'm, and I think I've sort of kind of got the balance right at home at the moment, but mm. then I look at what March is coming and I'm like, oh, it's like fashion week, yeah. Yeah. Afray, all those sorts of things, so that might get tilted a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Probably the bit was probably more the personal branding stuff, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, you know, you're trying to share your journey, um, whether it be now it's TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. and, you know, then make sure that you're doing the content for the brand but mm. also being the biz- the admin behind the brand, yeah. so the accountant, the financial controller, the manager. It's a lot, but I think it's also about getting people in the right piece, I guess, putting people in the right places yeah. to help you navigate that as yeah. best you can. I've got a brilliant team now. Um, they're very much, you know, connected with the brand and what they do and I, hopefully I haven't heard any different. They can correct me <laughs> yeah. afterwards, but quite fulfilled. And I think the best way to get the most out of people is put them in things that they're good at and let them fly. Agreed. You know, I don't micromanage people. Yeah. I had that a lot in corporate life and I don't. I think actually it made me a bit sketchy. Like I remember sometimes going into like WIT meetings thinking, oh, have I done everything? Is it going to be at the level, you know, I just always remembered not to be Serve up your feedback with a bit of milk in your coffee, right? Yes. Like serving it up black was always a bit like,
1: ooh. I like that. It seems like you've you've learnt from previous jobs the leader you didn't want to be and now you are a leader in your own team. You're yeah. like, you you know the mistakes you don't want to make. Yeah. I just
0: think it's the emotional toll it can take yeah. on people, especially young people. Yeah. You know, like I remember um, having somebody I really looked up to who was so good at her job and then I remember finding out that, She was actually frauding the company. (laughs) And I was so shattered because it was this persona of somebody that was completely not who she was. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And so I was adamant that I was like, I never want to be that. And now I'm the opposite. I'm probably an overshadow. Am I? team's probably like, yeah, we don't need to know that. Yeah. But I'm like, at least you know where you stand. Everyone's yeah, out where you can see yeah, it, yeah. you know. And I think that those things, though, in business have changed so much, yeah. you know, and I, I feel like, forgive me, I, I do that. I waffle on. You asked me before and I went on a tangent. So just okay. reel me back in. <laughs> but you said about you how, 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 how <laughs> the business has changed. It's like yeah. styling when it started was, and even businesses, if we think about it, it was all hardcore, you know. Like yeah. I remember having assistants who'd worked for me who'd gone off and worked in mags in between or interning in tears because stylists were yelling at them and screaming oh, no. at them. I never rolled like that. Mm, yeah. I always thought it's a team effort. It's, you know, I say it all the time. It's a bit cheesy, one team, one dream. But mm-hmm. I really do think that's how you get the best out of people. Um, and, you know, fashion for me was always fun. And I think what, what changed is it became where, you know, social media be, had this sort of channel where you were the conduit, especially as a stylist between the consumer and the brand mm, you almost yep. cut out the magazine person you could yeah. show behind the scenes and sell product off its ass like mm. it was insane and i think that was the point of difference i brought to the table at that time yeah. by providing those things as they were happening which is now that's just happens all the time yeah whereas i think where it's changed now is i think brands at that time needed talent to push things whereas or needed that stylist to connect the person with the talent whereas now you know, as, a, as as brands even in your own right, you could connect yourself to a brand if they like what they see and feel like they're connected to you well, they'll just go directly to yeah, you. Yeah, And I think that's the bit that's changed quite significantly um, and I think the behaviours to which we operate are mm-hmm. different. So as I was saying before, you know, serving it up with milk is kind of a standard if you're having yeah. a coffee. The black being nasty, you get cancelled now, yeah, exactly. which I think is a great thing, you know, and it keeps you accountable to yeah. how you are with your team. I know yeah. even how I am which I always wear. My friends will even tell you that. I'm like the publicist when we go out. Okay, who's around? What are we doing? Not that anyone's doing no, anything you wrong. you have to be But you careful. have to be. Everyone's got a phone. Yeah, yeah You know what true. I mean? And I work really hard and so do so many other people I, like I work that. with. That, you know, it takes one thing where someone says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing yeah. and, you know. Unfo- is yeah. that
1: hard? Because, I yeah. like, I'm a bit removed from social media. Obviously you two aren't. But are you always on guard and never really yourselves when you're out then? I think I'll answer this first, and then
0: yeah, can you, go. you? <laughs> yeah. But, but I might then I, pick you back yeah, off of you. No,
2: I a hundred percent am myself, but you have to be wary around who's around you and be careful. But I and you'd be the same, Lana. I think I've got a tight group of friends that I fully trust. 100%. I very we don't really let people in mm. that much. Like yes, we do, but I'm aware of people around me and I'm very careful. You agree? I also don't get. I don't get. Into drama. I hate drama and I'm just exactly what you said. I'm just let everyone feel like they're seen. I'm nice, whatever. I don't like drama. No. So I remove myself. At all
0: at all. I I, I agree 100%. I've got a great tight group of friends. Yeah. I'm very like, I'm a very like by nature. I I, like I said before, I really feed off energy. So Mm. and and because I have had experiences when I was coming through where people were rude to me, I will just never be rude to anybody. Like I think it's a privilege. For anyone who wants to come up and tell me they like mm-hmm. my work, they like what I'm doing, they're wearing my shoes. Like I've had people like we would be out and someone's lifting their foot oh. up. I, I love that. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. What a privilege for me. But yeah, but, but to your point, I am always aware of my surroundings. You but have I think, to be. but I would argue though, whether you're in the public eye or not, or you're in social, you know, you I would say you should you should be that way anyway. Yeah. Like somebody in a corporate role is not getting. A quarter of a million dollars to be out getting loose mm. on the weekend. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, also, too, I mean, and I'm, you know, you might not know this, I'm a little bit older than you, so <laughs> I, I'm not getting too loose anyway. But, you know, yeah. but I think what it is, is as you said, you're always very mindful because, but I think if I go back to my styling stuff, that's where I've been grateful because of the levels of talent that I've been exposed to. Mm. You kind of learn, learn that really early on. Mm. And you also learn not to, you know, believe everything you read. They take mm-hmm. a smidgen of what they think they know yeah. and they run with it. And so I've been so lucky that there's been so much information sharing on the journey with the clients that I've been worked with or have worked with, sometimes some of them for a very long period of time where I was exposed to all of that. yeah. So I feel like when I went into having my brand, and that that's the main core of when I think about that and my children, where mm. I think about what, what is the core of why I want to make sure it's presenting in in the right way, is, for example, you can't say as, as the Lana Wilkinson brand we want to make sure every woman puts their best, every woman, man, whoever puts their mm. best foot forward, and then be sitting in a bathroom or standing in a line at a bar, Ragging on something. Yeah, that's what's true. What's yeah. supportive about yeah. that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Yeah. Is you know, you can't, and they're the things I, I'm I'm glad now, I feel, that social media has done where it's like, you gotta be who you say you yeah. are. The mm. days of being somebody in front of the camera and behaving a certain way offered, I think is done, which yeah. I'm glad about because there's been times where people have gone, Oh, that must have just been amazing working with mm. her. And you're like, Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, if you could only see. Yeah. If you could only hear. Yeah. And I always think it's how you treat the person who's coming in the door. Yes. And, you know, who might be just picking up your coffee. And your waiter you've and no everything. Exactly. exactly. Or who they know. It's exactly. Like you've got to be very careful. Yeah. Okay, so
2: we're talking about this brand. Right. We obviously haven't, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get in so we can talk about this brand so you have a shoe brand. I do,
0: I do. <laughs> so
2: you obviously started styling yes. and then in 2019 you launched your shoe brand.
0: I did. London Lana Wilkinson, Wilkinson.
2: Yeah. So obviously Alison in the room or on the podcast, there was a lockdown in 2020.
0: So you- Four months later. Yes. Yeah, wow. so love that you, for me. <laughs> love that for us. Although for <laughs> yeah. you, yes, yeah, it was yeah, great. It was <laughs> amazing.
2: Athleisure <laughs> just boomed. Yes. We weren't going out. People weren't, you know, buying ready to wear outfits yep. and stuff like that. So how did you navigate your business four months into launching and then a lockdown?
0: Yeah. Do you know what? I've never spoken about this. So yeah. um, so I'm really happy to now and I'm in a really great place where I can. I just got goosebumps. Oh, no. <laughs> but I knew this would happen. You girls would get it out yeah. and tell you <laughs> friends with people. You just forget that there's yeah. a mic. Um, so launched the brand in 2019. Just sort of when I was styling that many people, identified a gap, I was like, one year I'd spent like $8,000 on shoes. I was that stylist. It was like the free option wasn't the best option. And so you'd go, I'm going to get this and Uh sparkle that outfit up Anyway. And I was like, there's got to be an affordable way to do this. So for about a year and a half, worked on the brand, launched in October, 2019, had this big event because I I had imposter syndrome and thought no one's going to buy it. So I'm just at a party. No one's going to just throw some money at it. It'll still look good. Uh Anyway, it, it blew up. Like we were selling like, two pairs of shoes a minute when we launched. And I was with all my friends and it was amazing. Yeah. And we rode this high. Yeah. And the collection was successful. We went two weeks later into Spring Carnival, crazy, 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 working on the next collection. We're going to launch it around the Grand Prix. I was doing a whole heap of work, was dressing ambassadors. We're like, this is on, this is happening. I was dressing the ambassador in the morning of – and it was Jess and Mark yeah, Murphy yeah. at that point. And Jesse rang me and we'd gone to Fashion Week the night before, I remember, because Tony Maticheski sh- showed.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was wearing his stuff. It's amazing. And we knew then something was wrong. Yeah.
2: F- Fashion Week, remember I did the Priceline runway show? Oh, yes. Show? Yeah. Fa- you knew something was about something to happen. Something was wrong. Something my, was wrong.
0: Yeah. People were leaving. Um, but I kind of, that was our last night out. Yeah. Pretty much. And then I ended up the next morning was racing around and, I'd had her in Dion Lee yep. and I was having to drive it over and we got the call. And I'd got the call first. And so she's waiting, she's in here and makeup. I was like, babe, this isn't happening. we're out, it's done. And then the world closed. We had stock that we'd ordered now, I guess there's a bit of background. I'm self-funded, mm-hmm. owner-operated. So there's no, there's no, you know, bank at the back just mm-hmm. going, well, we'll just float this. So, and obviously I'd put all of my savings and things into that. And then the shipment got delayed. Of course it did, because mm-hmm. China mm. closed. And then we were like, our, at that point, when we launched in October, we w- launched with everything. But my plan was always to kind of, and I think when we talk about how content's changed mm-hmm. and how things get tired very quickly, we'd always decided that we were going to do drops rather than launch every, like at that point, it was quite traditional for shoe brands. You'd go, here's summer, here's cool. everything. Yeah. Whereas we, I very much didn't want to do it that way or the way everyone had done it. And I wanted that approach because when I was a stylist, I didn't do it the way everyone had done it, mm-hmm. you know, so we were going to do that. But then I was just waiting and waiting and then we're hearing that we're not going to be going out anywhere uh, and I've got just party styles. I'm wow. like, oh, my God. So you do some sales and you hope for the best. Um, and particularly in Melbourne it was very grim. And what I remember is it got to like May. I remember we had those three weeks yep. and I'd done all the work. I'd done as much as we possibly could um, in terms of creating content that I could from home and things like that. And we shot very quickly in that opening. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I, I don't know, I think I was like, well, I either launch this now because I'm effed anyway, mm, yeah. right? Like I'm sitting on stock. I've got to move yeah. this. Mm. And if it doesn't sell, well, we tried. Mm. And I remember Hayley Roach, who's um, the general manager of the brand now and at the time we were working very closely because also had to close my office. We'd moved into our office oh. in January. And we actually now, goes to show you how much times have changed, we actually just shut that and now we've got bigger, so it's great. Yes. But, like, it was quite a sanctuary at that time. But I never thought I'd start a brand and have to close mm. an office and then I had to let a couple of people go as well, which was really challenging. And to have those conversations was mm. really challenging, not something I was prepared for given the brand had blown up. But we went live that night and I remember getting a big bottle of champagne, gave it to Hayley, and I remember just saying, whatever happens, we did good. Oh, whatever how happens. Good. But I had been like not great before, yeah. <laughs> and I'm homeschooling as well. At this yes. point got kids at home, and anyway, it went live, and I remember it just selling out like the first couple of like styles. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like just crazy because I shared. I <laughs> yeah. tried to strategically go, "Okay, I'll send styles out to friends and people that had supported the brand yeah. before," and they all just got behind me. And for every single person that did that. If they need an outfit for the rest of their life they've got one if they've got – because what it did for me emotionally, mentally, was just give me a little bit of faith, Mm. a little bit of hope. Um, And then funnily enough, we were trying to pack the orders and I was having this heart problem. I was like, I can't breathe. And well, I later learned it was probably like a panic, attack? panic attack. Yeah. Wow. Even though I'd sold. How weird, huh? Yeah. All this stress all and then building. Like building up. And I remember the next day, because I was watching Haley pack the up op- I couldn't help her. Yeah. yeah. I was paralyzed. It was awful. And I oh, wow. had never been that person ever. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd always been stressed if of course. someone had been dressed in arrive and I'd oh okay, we've got to get some yeah, glitter and help something. If your and,
1: life savings are tied up yeah. in this business, uh, you can fake it for as much as you like, but your body knows. Your body knows. Your body almost
0: shut down. Yeah. yeah. And was, I remember bringing Jake, he's who I know you've on the call. So I get to a hospital. I was like, nada, I think it's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like just one of a couple of little sta- things that happened during that time because I think we were kind of conditioned to think we were never getting out yeah. of it. Yes. But what I think it did for me now when I look back um, and even though it was really challenging, there were so many tears. And when we talk about brand right, you think I didn't want to get up on Instagram and be like, oh. mm. But I was always like, well, there are people that support this person that buy the shoes. They might support the other person. They buy the shoes, so just shut your mouth. Mm. Yeah. I remember watching The Last Dance. I'm no Michael Jordan, but he said that. That's what yeah, he, anybody yeah. goes, Republicans and Democrats, Democrats buy my shoes too, so I can't look like I'm supporting or not supporting. Oh. So then you're like, here's me being this outspoken, well, not outspoken but not I just didn't feel comfortable speaking out on stuff I wasn't fully informed about. Yeah. Whereas what I could do was just talk about, you know, fashion and feeling good and because I didn't realise as well how much my own identity was connected to the way I looked. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, so... We're all rocking around in your hot athleisure wear, but yeah. I won't lie. Then there was a time I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to get out of this." Oh, 100%.
2: <laughs> like just to make you feel good. So
0: I think for me, what it what it taught me to do because I was just running when I launched the brand, I was still styling as much as I was mm-hmm. like, and I never wanted to let anybody down. I always wanted to make everybody feel like number one. I had the business, and then there were probably things that I was missing. So what it did is enable me to plan. It enabled me to put the actual practices in place that we needed for the day to day for the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the staff who I had then who work so tirelessly close to me now are still with, are still there, they're oh, wow. there today so I can be here and we've built up the team as well. So there was a lot of good things to come from it. I think for me, I learned to be resilient and, grow, and you know, that's a work in progress. I think I learned to enjoy the journey, not so much the destination because if I had known that that was happening, I would have enjoyed that first night and then the races and looking down and seeing people wearing mm. the shoes way more if Mm. I'd known that there was a pause button. So I think what I'm trying to do now as best I can is practice gratitude. And when anybody is supporting you, even if it's to say you look great, like your hair looks good or thanks for this, like just to embrace it and be Mm -hmm. like, gee, that's really nice. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah, Small things. The small things, not the big things. Yeah. You know, so I think that's what it really taught me. Because I think and I'm sure you guys have been the same, Instagram shows one side, people didn't see that I was actually emotionally in a really, I don't want to say dark place. I think sometimes people use that word quite flippantly and and it wasn't that because in my personal life I also got to spend so much time with my kids and I'd sacrificed a lot of time with my kids as Mm. trying to build my brand as a stylist. So, again, just trying to go celebrate the the wins, however big or small they may
2: be. That's Mm. one of our things in business that we're kind of, try to work on a lot is celebrate the wins because you have a win
1: and then you're thinking of the next thing like you're moving on you just got to like be in the moment we have this new thing lana now it's called our win Win or win or learn list oh i love that there's never like a a negative word associated (laughs) with the business it's either it's a win or Or we we learn
0: learn. that's it and you know i actually said that to one of my staff the other day because i had to send her a note about something i said no no I'm not having a go at you because today I go to that because I remember when I was in that job that the girl used to go, no, 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 I was like, I'm not doing that. It's an opportunity to learn. Yeah. Because ha- I'm responsible for you at the end yeah. of the day. The buck stops with me. Yeah. I think so often people are quick to point fingers at other people. But I was even saying to a friend recently about something they were going to going through, when anyone gives you feedback, good, bad, ugly, whether it's a staff member, someone you don't know, someone you work with, a client, mm. you can take it as criticism, sure. Sometimes you can take it as, I need to do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But what are the things around you that you can do better within yourself? Like, how did I allow that person to feel that way? Like, I think self insight's really important and mm-hmm. self-awareness and reflection. Mm. And I think having team members, you know, some who are at the beginning of their career journey, how they move forward in that is a lot dependent on how I treat them now, what they'll accept and what they won't accept. And, you know, my thing is if I had a third party have a go, I'm like, well, I don't have a go at you, so they're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or if we're with clients or we're addressing them, it's like I set the tone for how we treat everyone, mm-hmm. you know, like that saying of the fish rots from the head is never a truer saying, is it when you've What's been that saying? The fish rots from the head.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh that's I like so that. everything, everything starts with your mind and yeah. your mindset. A
0: hundred percent. And yeah. that's probably the thing I think over the last three years, as challenging as it has been. You know, I almost felt guilty at times that the brand thrived as much as it did when I'd seen other brands that that were working well. And, you know, I was a party brand. Mm. I was the out brand, glam brand. It's like how come you're still going and this one's not? But then I think I can't discount all the work I did for like nearly 10 years leading up to it. And I think people really buy into people or buy into um, a community or a value system that you present, however which way you present Mm. it whether it's that we're out and people come up and go, Tully, I love your brand, mm. or that they see stuff on Instagram they connect with or a story where you talk about your day. Mm-hmm. They're all real things, but they, you have to be genuine and authentic in your approach to it. And I think those are the things that will make sure the ones that go through hardships are still standing at 100%. the end of mm. I think
2: the right word you used was grateful. I think you just have to be
1: grateful for
2: every 100%. opportunity, every celebration, always.
1: How do you reflect as a person and for yourself, you were like self reflection is a big thing in mm. your life. How do you do it?
0: I'm the worst overthinker and think every I've done <laughs> Same. wrong by everybody. Yeah. yeah, should I have not said that? Oh, I hope she meant. I hope she didn't think I thought that. Well,
2: like, sometimes when you go out, I'm like, oh my god, did that? Do they like me? Did I do that? Did yeah. Like,
0: oh, oh like. I'm the worst. Yeah, but. I think well. I this is my stuff that I do because I think when you talk about your mindset, right? So yep. you've got to have a good mindset before you do any kind of reflection. Mm-hmm. For me, I am massive on training. I exercise every, like three or four mornings a week, mm-hmm. and I have to do that. Yeah. That's my time. But I do it as well because I kind of my nervous system. I get a bit like I carry it all, like mm-hmm. I and I overthink at times. So I think for me, training is a really big part of that. And I think for me, I I often probably just look at every situation and go well okay what what can i do better or what was really great about that yeah. probably not dissimilar to your win, win and, and learn, learn. Yeah. yeah right so you know there's there's situations even on the way here we were talking about some things and i was really proud of myself because i used to get quite emotional about mm-hmm. things particularly to do with myself like am i good enough you know which sounds strange because you're like oh will you pump up everyone else's tires i'm like yeah, yeah. I am great at being a hive girl. Yeah. Yeah. That is my role in life. But you need to be your own hive. But sometimes I need it myself, right, because I think you spend, particularly early on in my career, I think at times I gave the best of myself to people that didn't deserve it. Mm. Yes. You know, or or not sometimes see relationships for what they were mm. and maybe not thinking that I was worthy enough that maybe sometimes I was thinking, oh, this is a friendship. But no, it wasn't. It was like, no, they want to get that from you. But why? I'm not good enough. But it's like you are good enough. Yeah. And I think they're the things that we all have those conversations in our heads and I don't think we all, I know I don't talk about it enough. You do. You're a gun. So do you (laughs) with this and that's why it's so great and I'm I'm grateful to be here yeah. on this platform to say it, but I certainly do. Yeah. You know, I often will have some people go, Oh, you, I, I knew I was seeing you and I was worried about I'm like, babe, oh. don't be silly, you look yeah. amazing.
2: Yeah, I think you're sharing that you have those thoughts too. Because oh, a lot I of people that were understand. listening exactly would be like, it's like Instagram, people see this version of you, but yeah. there's like so much behind it. And, and there's a
1: maintenance towards
2: it course. that sometimes
1: really
0: is really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I say that like, but I'm so lucky as well. Like that I get to do these things. I'm yeah. so lucky or that I've had these amazing experiences with people I've admired. Like I've got to work with my hero. I've got to um be at events that I never thought in a million mm-hmm. years I'd be exposed to, like, or been around people where I'm like, oh, like that's like minutes of my life I'll remember forever. Like yeah. I'm grateful for all of it. And the advice I give to anybody wanting to make changes, you can and but you also like enjoy those things as they're happening. Cause yeah. I think. Particularly early in my career, I was in such a race, Mm -hmm. and you don't need to be. It's like you run your own race. Mm. And, you know, I I remember during, uh, before I started the brand, actually, because what kind of was a catalyst for that is I remember when I was styling, there's all these other stylists coming up behind me. And instead of at the time, I was feeling like, I'm done. I can't, you know, I think Mm. we all do that. But it's like, no, babe, this is your time to evolve. Like, what are you going to do now? Your time
2: to shine. Right. Yeah. What
0: are you going to do now? This is a great thing. You know, it's a great thing. And I think, I'm so lucky now we've got this great community of mm. people that support each other and back each other up and mm. that's the world I want to be Yeah. In, I mean that's a
2: good point because, you know, we're at that age. We did start Instagram in 2011, yeah. I would say, and now there's this new generation of, like, TikTokers coming through. And yeah, it's just
0: another round I now. know, yeah. and it's
2: like it is hard. It's like, oh, my God, but you're like, it's my time to shine because I've been in this industry for this long yeah. and now it's our time to shine and it's just their time to grow, I that's would say, right. and learn.
0: And I think the thing... And I genuinely mean this. It's like there's enough room and enough work oh. for everyone. There Always. really is. Mm. There really is. You can spend. That was where I was going for. See how I go off in tangents. <laughs> I remember there was an Oprah, and I talk a lot with my hands, and I'm conscious we're being filmed. <laughs> um, it's the European. Yeah. Um, um, Oprah did this masterclass, and she said when she was doing it that uh, the talk show. Yeah. That her producer would go, you know, oh, there's this talk show. She goes every week there'd be another talk show. And it was like, well, how do we run our own race? Because Mm. if you're running, you can't be looking to the side, to the front, to the back because you're losing track of what you've got to do. Mm -hmm. You've just got to be the best you can be and show up every day and do the best you can do and that's it. Stay in your own lane. Exactly, you know, and there's room for those lanes to shift, Mm -hmm. you know. And you know what? Eventually one
2: day sometimes those lanes merge and you'll be working with someone you know that you were once comparing yourself 100%. With, which does happen a lot. Yeah. That's crazy. So what is next for your brand? Like are you at that growth period now where you're like Did you just say you moved offices last week? We did, yeah. oh, which was
0: really that was not fun. Don't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so the office. So we closed the office that we uh opened in January. So before, when I was launching the shoes originally, we were working at this, this pool house and we were working and developing the range from there. So mm-hmm. that was crazy. But then I was like, you know, that whole I can't be where I eat. I can't, I've got to get yeah. out. So, you know, you're just never escaping it. So then we opened that office in January. And so we never had any of the stock there. They were all in storage spaces. Then we grew again and the, after the pandemic and we had a front office and a back office, mm-hmm. two or three huge storage spaces. And then um, very recently, because the business has grown exponentially, way quicker than I ever anticipated, and I think coming out of the pandemic, everyone just was crazy and, you know, and as I said, because people had a lot of disposable income during the pandemic, the brand thrived Mm. because shoes were kind of those things that you could wear sort of transseasonal. It Mm. wasn't that it was identifiable as, oh, that's in winter, I can't wear it again. So I think that definitely helped and then opening up just took it to Mm -hmm. another level. And so... We got to sort of the end of the year, had an amazing, incredible year. But then it was like, all right, how do we scale this now? Mm-hmm. And who do I go to? Like this is really hard. I've never mm-hmm. done this before. And, you know, if it's not coming through, I like to be in control and I like yeah. to know <laughs> what to do, when to do it, who I need to get. And I'm very fortunate, again, when we talk about what got you through all this whole time is your network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your network is so important. Do not burn bridges, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm very fortunate that I've got some friends of mine who um, – have been, you know, quite instrumental in mentoring me as I've been going through this uh, process of trying to work out what it means to be a director of a business, you mm-hmm. know, and sort of had them go through everything. And I think one of the things I realised is if you've really got to delegate the things that you're not good at. Yeah. Mm. You know, so us trying to be a CFO, it's like, no, I'm really good at spending it. Yeah. I need someone to tell me what I'm allowed to spend. and Where's, yeah. their, where's their gaps? And so if, what we realised was that we were in a stage now that we could uh, use third-party logistics to do the orders mm. because – spending hours like packing yeah Yeah. but what it did allow for I'm never not going to be grateful for that because it enabled me to really understand who our customer is what they needed what styles worked what didn't Mm. because I would hear it you Mm. know we didn't I remember when I launched the brand um there was an e-commerce retailer that came to me and said let's launch together and I'm not going to lie financially it would have been a great thing Mm -hmm. but Something inside me just went, wait, hold. You didn't get through your styling thing and getting to that point by going the quick way. Yes. The long way worked. Do the oh, same thing. That's what I say. And short, you know, slow oh, and steady so wins the, the wins the race. Yeah. And thank God I didn't um, but because four months later I would have to buy all that, all yeah. that stock back. Something similar,
2: yeah, it happened to me. With and it was hallelujah. a huge
0: opportunity. We're going to launch with you. We'll do the party. We'll do everything. And I just was like. And I was the deal was almost done. I went, hold. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. See, not isn't doing it anything. funny? Like, let me try and do it myself first. Yeah. And if I can't move it and I need to just do wholesale, sure. Huh. Everything
1: happens for you. Yeah. It does. Always. I really
0: believe in what's meant to be yours will be. Yeah. And I, I'm not, and I heard, I know you've listened to a few of your podcasts lately and you talk about sort of manifesting. Yeah. I'm very much, I'm old school European. You work your ass off and it'll come, yeah. you know. <laughs> and my husband's like, seriously, like, can you stop? I'm like, no, no, there's always something, right? Mm. But... I really, really do believe that if you if you work hard and you try your best and you treat people well, I know that probably sounds really cheesy, no, I like right? That. It doesn't make mm-hmm. me interesting because I don't want to bitch about people, but I genuinely don't. Yeah. yeah, because you know what? If somebody's having a go, having trying to do something, great. How do we support them? Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean. Like, like nobody likes mean girl. No, at least no. Not me or mean boy for that no. matter. No, 100%. You know.
2: What would your – I was just thinking that when you were saying that, I'm like, oh, you were a stylist, you know, a director. What would – if someone was – Lana, what do you do?
0: Oh, I really struggle when someone What would you that. say? Because I
2: struggle with Because I feel like well. I'm
0: known for the styling, right? Yeah. And so everyone's like, no, you still need to do it. And I love it. I love yeah. it. I would do more if there were more hours in the day. Time, yeah. You know, because I feel like I've got this baby that I've got to – that's got to grow, yeah. right? It's in its infancy still. Mm-hmm. I mean, for – Where we're at for three years, it's amazing, but Mm -hmm. it's not going to – you can't just go, oh, cool, put the brakes on and just go into (laughs) cruise control. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. You've always got to be working on it and around it. Um, But I think I would say I'm a director of a a brand that I founded. I'm a stylist. I love fashion. I love helping people. I love people finding the best version of themselves, you know. Like I really light up when I can see I've helped transform someone. And I don't want to sound cheesy and you'd have to ask the clients, but – it's not just transforming the way they dress, it's transforming the way they feel about yeah, themselves. Yeah, because they feel confident. You know, and I've had people reach out to me. There's, there's, it's funny, the things when people say, what are those moments? And they're the people that have said that. Aww. You know, you've changed my life. Like that stuff's like, wow. So um, and, you know, I mean a mum is obviously the first role and then you add that into it's like, shit. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it's stuff. a lot. But, yeah, you lot. know, the, the director of a business, a design shoes, I love fashion, I'm a stylist, I think it's – Maybe I'm a bit of an all-rounder. Yeah, because I'm I, uh, an all-rounder you know, I feel too. like the thing, but I think they're the things that make us good, right? Yeah. Like, don't you think you're a better person because you have to have your hat and everything? Yeah. But what what makes it hard is when, like, for example, I've had my team, literally on my way here, that's why I'm glad we're filming, go, you've got to get the content. I'm like, babe, sometimes I'm not thinking about <laughs> – I say babes, they all say it to me. It's like I'm not thinking about filming myself doing it while I'm in the mode yeah. of doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but it's things
2: but you have to think
0: about. You do. It's, it's having all the buttons on. And I do think it makes me a better person being mm-hmm. able to do all these things. It certainly make, makes me feel like if I can give back in some way, like I feel like particularly with the styling, you know, I've had other young stylists come up, what do I charge for this or what do you think about this or from a branding perspective and business I want to start up and do such and such. You can't get to this point in your life and not be of service to others in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's really what I think my goal is now is be of service to the team so that I can sometimes show them how not to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, but also share the skills mm. I've got. And, you know, there was something in me that started that brand that it was quite fearless and naive, and I try and remember that person because sometimes, well, I'm talking about myself, but I think when you're in it and doing what we're doing now, it's sometimes hard to pull your head out of yeah. the weeds. So yeah. a friend of mine said to me recently, you got to get out of the weeds. Mm-hmm. Your superpower is being you showing people how to put things together and do it in organically, we're short, sure, your shoes are there, but you're mm. not just sell, 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 sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or that you give so much and talk about who you are and what, what your purpose is and mm. all that sort of stuff. And I like being that person. Sometimes being that person's made me doormat if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're at a point where we kind of see those people now.
1: Right? Oh, 100%. You, 100%. You've set some boundaries.
0: Trying. I'm um, that's still very much a that's work hard. in progress. That's yeah, it's still very much a work in progress for me. Because when you're a people pleaser, that's me to my call. Yeah, oh very much so. Yeah. And you seek approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I could have 10 people tell me how great I am if there's one person that thinks I'm ordinary. I'll hold on to that.
1: Yeah, and you're mm. like, how can I change their mm. mind? Yeah, and yep. I think
0: that and it's funny because like, you know grew up in a very loving household my dad's like me though works really hard so I don't know where that's come from really mm, mm. but what I do think is I've got a responsibility to be aware of it mm-hmm. right and go no 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 get that voice out of your head mm-hmm. is it that show there's a show that's on it's a bit it's a bit bit of trauma actually physical and rose burns had oh, this person talking to herself and I was like that she says horrible things to herself oh, I've but I that I won't ever see my head every I day. Won't, Oh, and there's some really some that there's some dark things yeah. in that show yeah but right. I can appreciate the sentiment around sometimes there's those two people in your head. Oh, dear, yeah. it's always. And I think when you're wearing all the hats that we're wearing, uh-huh. sometimes you get that huge imposter syndrome of like, can I do this? And the thing is that I've learned is if I feel like it makes me feel sick and it makes me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. shit, I've got to do that. Really? Yeah. You yeah. know I what I mean? D- I've You've got, got to a, lean in. Yeah, yeah,
2: I've got a question because I have that, we're all business owners, I have that Every day, like oh, i constantly day. do you yeah. have it every day? Yeah, but it is the it's catching
0: it and then I get it at three it in the morning when I wake up. Oh, and I I, go, yeah. Someone goes, do you sleep well? I'm like, no. Nope. But it's, it is you're right. <laughs> I'm working on that though too. I've got better. I've got better. That's, it's a work in progress. That's why I go to therapy twice yeah. a week. It's just that's like, a great thing. It's, it's a great it. thing. We need to be more like America. Where yeah. We're just like, and I feel like it's happening. It, it is. is happening. Like, and I think it's important. That's why i was so grateful to come here and talk about. Because it's like, oh, you're killing it. Mm. You know, that's not my words. I would never say that. Mm. If I ever start saying that, please disown me as a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, perception is not reality. 100%. You know, and I think it's really important sometimes we talk about that.
1: I think so too. You know. How many times have people come up to us and they're like, you're killing it and we walk away and then we're like, oh, if they they only only knew. knew. Yeah, literally. Like
2: sometimes like your normal reaction is like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thanks. But but Deep down you're like. Fuck me. If they only knew, no. like. And I
0: think you gravitate, what I'm finding now is I'm gravitating to, which is I think even how we've ended up here. Yeah. Is you gravitate towards like-minded people 100%, now. 100 You protect your energy. You know, and as I, I was saying uh, to both of you earlier, I'm not so much a spiritual person. I mean, but then I think I talk like this, you kind of are. But it's like. <laughs> I really do believe that you you are who you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. Yep. If you sit around someone negative, you'll be negative. You 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 hang around with the boss bitch, you'll become one. Like, 100%. You know, and your thoughts become your experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really believe that. And, you know, I've done a lot of work on, and that's probably because I'm an oversharer. You know, I'm, I probably do need to go and see a therapist, and so poor my poor friends, people like Jade, have had to listen to me going, "You can do this, Lana." Like, you know, and poor Haley, I think, oh gosh, babe, you're amazing. I don't know how you deal with <laughs> yeah. me, but you're you you really you need to have those outfit outlets and need to be able to talk kindly to yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so because true. I often say to myself, even as early yesterday, some people were saying to me, "Lance, if you." You would sack a friend if they spoke to you that way. I was mm. like, yeah, true, right? So yeah. it's a constant thing. It's but constant but every it's day. it's a real thing and, you know, it makes – but in saying that, I think it makes me good at my job because I care. Yeah. It makes me good at making sure that I've covered every every aspect of not just the actual product or service but the experience of the people around or who are involved in it, you mm-hmm. know. You think twice about some of the things you say because words have impact. Yes. You know, but I also think they can be positive and negative can be switched to a positive. Mm. So you can't do that. I'll show you. Mm. You know what it's, I mean? It's how like, you interpret them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think, said
1: something similar on her podcast about words. She, she said, said um, be careful with the words you use because you can never
2: take, take them, them back. back. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's so true.
0: Mm. I do think you can take them back, though. She'll kill me for contradicting you. <laughs> I do think you how? can. How? I think sometimes you're the way you are in a certain circumstance. Like reactive is reactive, emotionally mm-hmm. reactive. Like I'll always assume when sometimes he's getting an email or something, that's why I don't deal with if there's a customer issue, I do that because <laughs> I'm like too emotional about it. Go deal with it. You do that. But I think it's important that you take it in but you just need a minute. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if we don't take that minute, you end up projecting stuff that's actually not even about the circumstance at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are some things where people say things they don't mean mm-hmm. and I think people need the opportunity including myself, where I'd go, if I could go back, I'd do better. Yeah. And that was that self-reflection thing I was talking about before. Yeah. Mm. So I, I do think you can. And uh-huh. that's just my thing. Yeah. But maybe I'm just a bit of a forgiving person because I like, I like there to be rainbows and, yeah. and roses. But I, I do think there are points in life where you don't know what's going on in somebody else's life, mm-hmm. you know. Like there's a lot that can be going on that you're not aware of. True. And I think that's really important as well. Like often now if somebody has a go, even if it's not me or something, that a story is relayed, I think, why'd they do that? Why? Mm. And there was a, a girl um that was doing a lot of work with me, Dan Costano, photographer. Yeah, she always used to say to me, why? Why did someone say that? This is we did a lot of work together during the pandemic. Yeah. And it's so true. It's yeah. like, why? why? What is your position yeah. for that? Yeah. What's happened to you? Yeah. That, that that's why. So yeah. I think I think there's again, if we go back, this is a winner. The winning and learning. Yeah. So I do. I think that yeah. there, I don't think anything, you've always got to look at the glass. Half full, not empty. Mm-hmm. And for a long time when I was pushing to get to where I was going, I used to think of it as half full. But it's dangerous when mm, you yeah. half empty, sorry. You you look at it that way. It's dangerous, I yeah, think.
1: Yeah. It's all about changing that mindset. 100%. 100%. We, all need, we all need Sarah's therapist. I know. Seriously. Do you know the amount of people that tell us yeah. that? Yeah.
2: Seriously. Well, because we had an um, episode with him. It's amazing. Um. But we had someone ask us like two days ago. Yeah. I think Solomon listens too. Yes, so he does. So shout out if you're listening. <laughs> um, so what's next for you in the next like for the rest of 2023?
0: So 2023 will be scaling the business. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm talking to a few people at the moment about doing some work that's sort of in the styling space, which I'm excited about. Just more long-term, broader things. Like I love building brands. I love, and I want to build my own brand, obviously. I want to build my team up. Um, We really want to focus overseas now. Oh, wow. um, Which will be really exciting. So What's this space there? And probably um expanding the product line. Yeah, I was of gonna ask you that before. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, look, accessory seems like the way to go, doesn't uh-huh. it? So I think, you know, that that'll be the next thing. So, but it's all it's all gonna happen in time, right? Yeah, like, but um and that and really just trying to work on myself a lot more too, mm-hmm. you know. Like I feel like I've given so much of myself into, and given it to the business that it's like, okay, well, what are the things that I wanna talk about? What are the things that are important to me? And how do I best work on on those things? And giving back, like I said, I know it sounds cheesy giving back, but how can I, the things I've done and and learned, be of service to other people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's why I think as a creative at heart, they're the things I'll always love doing, like I said, when people say to me, "Oh, you, are you not doing as much styling anymore?" It's like, "Oh, I am. I, I want to be able to do more, but the business has got to get there too." Mm-hmm. So, I think now it's just being a little bit more selective because I hate saying no. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I always want to help everyone. Up. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, so that'll all still be on the on the table as well. But no, definitely overseas. And I'm going on an overseas trip during the year. And would you believe oh. I've never been to Europe? Oh, <laughs> it's yes. terrible! Now, no, i so excited? So I'm hoping to come back with all this inspiration. Yes. So, What's your
1: heritage?
0: Italian. Oh, How dad is that? So I'm going to Italy first. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was always over in the states, like New York. Loved it. Well, we way. were
2: trying to book. We spoke on the podcast last week. One thing Sarah had to do after the podcast was go book our trip. We looked at um prices. What? I was like, wow.
0: Yeah, we, where, we get someone to sponsor.
2: Us. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's I was like. Can we do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, <everywhere>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Whereabouts in Italy are you going? So we're doing
0: Rome, Sorrento, Positano. We'll go over to Spain and then to London. And then I've got some best mates that live in Dubai that I haven't seen. Oh, amazing! It'll be good. Oh, you'll definitely
2: come back with Inspire.
0: I think so too. And I think it's just having that. That's the other thing too. I think anyone who's in business, you've got to take that time. Like for me, I think the burnout by the end of last year was very, Mm. very real. That was like us. We were like,
2: now we're like we have to take two weeks off at the start of the year and yep. mid-year have to do it. Otherwise, you Melbourne just, in winter is yeah, miserable, miserable and you do lose, lose your creativity. You lose yeah. yourself. You're burnt out and you just don't have energy for any anyone.
0: Well, and I think the thing is is you always want to make sure you're your best version, of right? Course. And the thing about all the hats we were talking about is that's all sort of meaning. We mm. have to be the best version everywhere mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. So I also think too that's a good thing, you know, but it, it can also get quite exhausting, yeah. especially when people are – Needing you, and you're always on. You're always on, but like I also think too. I've said that before, and everyone's like, "You would last five minutes staying at home." I was like, "You're
2: right. That's That's why you're going to somewhere to motor." That was why
0: when I had that full Ah, sort of heart situation, they were like, "You're needing to motor somewhere." Yeah, you know, you need to work. Like, you need to do that. You need to not let the outside stuff create noise for you because it does. Yeah, and it does for everybody. Anyone who says it doesn't is lying. Mm -hmm. And that's probably quite. It lowers hard. your vibration. Hundred yeah. percent. I know you're all about the vibration. I, know, goes, right I need done. to sit around <laughs> with you all the <laughs> it time. It does. It lowers your
2: vibration. Oh,
1: it's 100%. been
0: a high
2: vibe chat, I tell you, Yeah, Tally It has ways. been a high vibe oh, chat. Oh, good on glad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other
1: questions? No, there? I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I can see why. Whenever we catch up, we we're very high like, vibes. High vibes. I just I've learned a lot about you. I'm oh, like, I can see why we're we're attracted to one another. It's funny. I thought
0: the same thing yeah. about you. I remember we were standing at the end of. Um, Roses runway collection thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. It was somewhere in Fitzroy. Anyway, I was leaving and Sarah was like, I'll oh, wait with you. We started chatting. I was like, I love this girl. <laughs> and then she was like, We got a Uber. She goes, I'll walk. I was like, You are not walking. I had to go oh, I 20 not, meters I, down I, the I road. I could not allow my new friend to be abducted on the way to her, get her in car. <laughs> I was like, I will drive you down. We'll, we'll get in the car. But no, I think again, like, that's a great thing and mm-hmm. I think that's the thing is like other people can bring you together and you can connect. Yeah. And I just, that's why too I know when you mentioned about going things, it's so true but like I always think there's always something you can win or learn with yeah. and and gain. Our from. new thing
2: is handshakes. Yeah. It's like by going to that event, it could be two handshakes, one handshake. Yeah.
0: Some it's people like, don't want to shake your hand anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it's, baby, baby, it's, baby. A it's a term. But it's a term. Yeah. It's a term. I know I got a thing. I was somewhere I was went to hug someone. I'm a massive hugger. Same. I'm so I'm affectionate. I'm definitely not. And, I do a, and you can tell the people that aren't, it's like, oh, geez, Lance is a lot, but I'm, I'm totally that. And then I was on set with somebody who goes, oh, I just, you know, it's just my thing. Of course, babe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so good to meet you. Tell me a bit about you. But, you know, I think those are the things that make you, make people want to know more about yeah. you. And I think exactly. never lose those skills, no matter what government says about Washing your
1: hands. It's fine. <laughs> are we still doing that? I don't know. Right? I can see why you and Jade are best friends because I'm going to use this word with you as well. Yeah. You are magnetic. Yes. And energetic. Oh, thank you. Very energetic. Oh, that's so lovely. I actually
2: learned so much from you just in regards to being a boss and a mentor. So mm. thank you for that. Oh, that's very I think your kind. staff are very lucky and I think you're building an amazing empire. Oh, I'm so, so grateful.
0: That's very kind.
2: No, it, I honestly, yeah. hand on heart, I just think, yeah, I think you're going to go very big because you just... Oh, All about the good vibes. I hope so. And <laughs> yeah.
0: you know you what? Know, I really appreciate that. But I think even the go big now is like if you go through life and people say that about you. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, you yeah, that's that's the big. that's the big. Right. It. I used that's to say win. that. I used to say that when I was styling crazy. and Everyone goes, oh. I said, no, 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 the legacy you leave is how you make someone feel. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's going to write, gee, she she slayed that red carpet. (laughs) Like, when they're at my funeral, they're not going to say that. But if you can make someone feel good, well, that's a good thing. So, here's to that.
2: Well, that's your feel good moment from both Sarah and I. So, thank you so 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 much much for being on. Thank Thank you for having me. What a privilege.
0: Thanks, guys.